me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. This upcoming podcast is rated M for Mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the Utah Outcast, the left-leaning politics and atheist podcast that is doing fine in this wonderful state of being in the eighth week, I think, of uh, being stuck at home with the coronavirus thing that's going around. You know, I think you've heard of it. I think everybody's well aware of what's going on right now. If you haven't heard about the coronavirus, you must be on the ISS, but even then, I'm sure they hear about it. I'm your host, and uh, I go by the name X, and that's uh, mainly a nom de plume because I need to keep life that that is work separated from life that is this work and many many other reasons out there and it's just a good idea to go by somebody else on the internet uh joining me for this episode we have kyle steenblick and we have rich auntie skeleton who's joining us once again uh you get some people might remember her from episodes past she's a wonderfully funny bright and brilliant amazing person to have on the show and i think we're going to try having her on a little bit more often especially for the weeks like this week where felicia couldn't make it on Anyway, uh, this is episode number 293, I think. Uh, I could be completely wrong about that one, but I think I'm right. No, it's 293, correct. We only have seven more episodes until we hit 300. What are we going to do for episode 300? The same thing we did for 299, 100, and 200. It's going to be the same show. Oh, man, it's been one hell of a fucking week where nothing much has happened. I've been having fun doing stuff in the backyard and front yard, getting all the stuff ready to enjoy summertime, just sitting out back because you can't really go anywhere and you can't really do anything. So you better make sure you're having a good time in your living and sitting situation so you don't get too fucking tired of everything. I'm padding right now. Not so much because I feel like I need to give you guys a whole bunch of more stuff because we've got a great show for you coming up. Uh, but once again, I had to do this in post because we ate up a lot of time. And I mean, a lot of time last night on our, uh, patron show that we record specifically for patrons only. And it lasts about one month or six months, uh, as an exclusive until we release it to the world out there. But, uh, Kyle and I decided to have a Q and a session with some people, namely those patrons that were on the call with us at the time. And it went on for almost a whole hour. And y'all, I have not done a nearly whole hour patron show. I don't think ever, but even if, even if it wasn't that, it's just still good content. And I'm sure everybody out there will appreciate it. Make sure you go to patreon.com slash Utah outcast and subscribe there. If you want to catch stuff like that, that is available to anybody at a dollar a month and up. So shit. Okay. Commercials done. Let's go ahead and move into the show. Uh, the first clip that we've got going for you this week is a interesting story. I found about the fact that, uh, 
Jesus and Japan kind of go hand in hand at this one specific site. And I know you're going to want to hear that, but we'll be right back after our first little break and uh, you'll enjoy. This is X and this is the Utah Outcast and we'll be right fucking back. Hi, I'm God and I just wanted to make sure to tell you not to listen to Unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. That's Unapologetics with an X at the end. But, uh, yeah, definitely do not listen to the show. I mean, I swear to me, I, I will murder my son. Uh, well, I mean, I kind of already did that, but uh, don't, just don't listen to the show, okay? Hey, Lucy. Can you not can you not call me that, okay? We already went over what my name is, okay? It's Lucifer. All right, look, Luce. Uh, you want to come with me? I'm going to go fuck with this guy, Joe. No, don't, don't do that, okay? Can you just leave him alone? Yeah, I'm gonna kill his family. No, don't, don't do that. I'm gonna give him sores all over his body. Don't, don't, don't do that. That's disgusting. And, uh, I'm gonna kill all of his livestock. You just, know. Oh, stop, stop saying things. Just stop. Yeah, I'm gonna blame the whole thing on you. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go, bud. Remember, don't listen to unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. Hey, definitely listen to that show. It's awesome. It's really cool. He's really a dick. I heard that. The universe. <laughs> what a concept. You know, the universe is a little bit like the human hand. For example, you have Grauman's Center right here, and then you have Undiscovered Worlds and uh, um, Sector 8, and up here, it's the uh, Tillman's Crest. So you can you can kind of picture that it, it's a little bit like a leaf or a... Or a it's not a bowl. The universe is beautiful. Something like a new woman that I was gonna date. You're dark and you're, you're massive and you have a black hole. And all of those elements I wanna explore just like you would explore on a new date. You wanna dive deep into them and, and feel around and just see, see what's gonna come out of that. The time it takes to get from one star to another star is, and see, you need to travel at the speed of light. And us humans can't even fathom the concept of that kind of time because it's really, 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 really fun to think about taking a speed of light ride. This one comes to us from the Smithsonian Mag, and it comes uh, by care of uh, Abroad in Japan, the YouTube channel that I, I subscribe to. He's got The guy's name is Chris Broad, and he's talking about this topic that I thought was very interesting, and I wanted to find out more information about this. So on top of a flat top of a steep hill in a distant corner of northern Japan lies the tomb of an itinerant shepherd who, two millennia ago, settled down there to grow garlic. He fell in love with a farmer's daughter named Miyuko and fathered three kids and died at the ripe old age of 106. In this mountain hamlet of Shingo, he's remembered as the Daitenku Taro Jurai, and the rest of the world knows him as Jesus Christ. Nanda. It turns out that Jesus of Nazareth, the Messiah, worker of miracles and spiritual figurehead for one of the world's most foremost religions, didn't die that day on Calvary, as widely reported. And according to amusing local folklore, that was his kid brother by the name of Isukiri, whose severed <laughs> ear was interred on an adjacent burial mound in Japan. <laughs> So, I'm just going to keep reading the article here. So, 
A bucolic backwater with only one Christian resident uh, who was 77 when this person last visited and no church within 30 miles, Shingo nevertheless bills itself as the Kirisuto no Sato, Christ's uh, hometown. Every year, 20,000 or so pilgrims and pagans visit the site, which is maintained by a nearby yogurt factory. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Bizarre, All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Some visitors shell out the, and I love how this article makes it try to sound like it's expensive here, but it's like a hundred yen entrance fee. That's a dollar. That's like nothing. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's what a you dollar. pay to play a video game in Japan. That's nothing mm-hmm. at all. man. Yeah. At the Legend of Christ Museum. A trove of religious relics that sells everything from Jesus coasters to coffee mugs. Some par- some participate in the Springtime Christ Festival, a mashup of the of multi-denominational rites in which kimono-clad women dance around the twin graves and chant a three-line litany in an unknown language. It's called fucking Buddhism, man. It's not like it's. That- I have a hundred yen right here. Yeah, yeah it's a coin. Yeah. <laughs> It's not even a great coin either. No. It just says a hundred on it. So the ceremony designed to console the spirit of Jesus has been staged by the local tourism bureau since 1964. So in Shingo, the greatest story ever told is retold like this. I love the Japanese. (laughs) Jesus first came to Japan at the age of 21 to study theology. Okay. They didn't know about. Okay. That's a long fucking way to go there, Jesus of Nazareth. (laughs) (laughs) This was during his so-called, quote-unquote, lost years, as the article states it here. A 12-year gap unaccounted for in the New Testament. He landed at the west coast port of uh, Amano Hashidate, a spit of land that juts across Miyazu Bay, and became a disciple of the great master near Mount Fuji, learning the Japanese language and Eastern culture. And at 33, he returned to Judea by way oh, of Morocco. How? Well, the, that would take years. To make that kind of trek, yeah. Yeah, okay. To talk up what the museum brochure calls the sacred land he had just visited. Having run afoul of the Roman authorities, Jesus was arrested and condemned to crucifixion for heresy. But he cheated the executioners by trading places with the unsung, if not remembered, his brother, Isukiri. To escape persecution, Jesus fled back to the promised land of Japan with two mm. keepsakes. One of his siblings' ears. It's like, hang on, brother, I know you're going to sacrifice yourself to save my life, but let me cut <laughs> off your, your fucking ear, man. <laughs> Kiri means wound. And a lock of the Virgin Mary's hair. He trekked across the frozen wilderness of Siberia to Alaska, a journey of four years, 6,000 miles, and innumerable privations. This alternate second coming ended after he sailed to Hachinohe, an ox cart ride, which is just away from Shingo. So he took the long way back to Japan. (laughs) No shit. (laughs) So... When Jesus died, his body was left exposed on a hilltop for four years, and in keeping with the customs of the time, his bones were then bundled and buried in a grave, the same mound of earth that is now topped by a timber cross surrounded by a picket fence. And I've seen pictures Mm. of this place, it really is. Though the Japanese Jesus performed no miracles, one could be forgiven for wondering whether he ever 
turned water into sake. Boo. <laughs> bad writing, man. Very on. bad. <laughs> okay. So uh, they're I talking mean, about the, this is just a really fantastic story of getting people trying to come to this small ass town in the middle yeah. of fucking nowhere, you know, and I'm planning a trip there on my 50th birthday. I've got like 10 years to plan this goddamn thing. And I want to spend like a whole month there just wandering around. I mean, my wife's not going to be down for it. I have to sell it to her. But, but to <laughs> go to Japan? Yeah. She, she I've been care twice. It's, it's, it's great. Well, and I want, to, I want to get the full effect of going to the country, not mm-hmm. like the metro areas. You know, it's like, yeah, no. cool. Go. Tokyo's cool. Sapporo's cool. You know, you have all these other great towns that exist there. But I want to go all the way from like the Cape at Hokkaido all the mm-hmm. way down to the south coast and i want to visit okinawa just to have a week on the beach you know just to have enjoy myself out there i mean i haven't been learning this goddamn language for the last 20 years to not fucking use it man <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> i mean it's cool to be able to watch anime and shit and listen to music right, that i course, don't yeah. that's not of my country and be able to understand it mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like god damn it i need to use it <laughs> one and we thing- don't have very many japan towns here Utah. Yeah, we do have not a, many in Salt Lake, but not There's, as big as it once was. That that that's a very odd lesson because Christianity is not popular in Japan like it is in Korea. Like one no, percent, really. I think, yeah. in Japan. It's, yeah, it's, but for some reason, Korea they 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 talk to Christianity, but the Japanese didn't. Well, that's the Vietnam. I mean, I'm sorry, not Vietnam. God damn, the Korean the Korean War. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So why do they have this legend there? That is really, <laughs> really weird. So they're talking He's about so scrolls cute. and languages and all this other stuff that are happened that were there at this time when there wasn't really much written language at the time. Uh, curiously, these documents, documents were destroyed in World War II, the museum says, allowing it to house only modern transcriptions. Oh, of course. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Father of Christmas, inside of Christmas. <laughs> They're fucking with people. <laughs> Anybody that takes this seriously. And I read some of the comments on this fucking website and I'm like, oh man, you poor people. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Nah, Father that's... of Christmas. Really? So it said that Jesus lived during the Japan's Yayoi period. Well, not Yaoi, but Yayoi. <laughs> <laughs> Very different one there, guys. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell everybody to go and Google Y-A-O-I. Just go ahead and no, Google no, 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 no. Don't do that. Because I like to imagine the Yaoi period. <laughs> have you ever heard what, what the backronym stands for that one? Uh, no. Auntie, have you ever heard that one? Y-A-O-I. No. Yaoi. Yaoi. Yamete Oshiri ga itai. You know, stop my ass My ass hurts. Oshiri ga itai. Yeah, my ass hurts. Yeah, I know the yaoi period. <laughs> the sexy yaoi period of Japan in nineteen ninety nine to twenty twenty. <laughs> Very sexy. Uh, the next period is oh. going to be the yuri period. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, most people I, were fine with that period. I don't know why. <laughs> God damn it! This is nerdy. Even get, for your, my get your get your get your get your waifu pi- um, pillow out. Let's get this started. <laughs> oh God, we're weebs. 
<laughs> I'm unapologetic about it either. Because if we're I'm, wait, I'm a woman. Does that count? For. Yeah, it counts. You're a, yeah. you could be a but, woman. But too. I've been, but I've actually been twice. I even lived there. So does it does it count? <laughs> that that just gives you more weep credit. That's all it gives you. <laughs> but like, <sighs> I did. That's such a. Is it is it a tourist trap? That's what it, that sounds like sounds, it sounds like. It sounds like a tourist like, trap. Sounds like a tourist trap. Oh, that's hilarious. And there's but, a lot more to this article. There's a whole bunch. It's going to be linked on the video if you guys catch us on YouTube. <laughs> you can read more of it. Aomori. But, man. Okay, so blue, it says here. Blue forest. Aomori. <laughs> I just love how everything's like, when people are like, oh, that's such a pretty name. Be like, yeah, it literally means summer child. You know? <laughs> or it means spring child. Shingo. <laughs> Or um, it's shingle, so it's shingle, like long, so. uh, shingle. But um, why, why is it to why Jesus specifically to get the Christians there? Don't know because they will so, spend their money. In- <laughs> the itchy period was the best. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone gets a big bullet spurt out of his nose, and then that's it. That's the that's the end. Uh, they found the dumb American th- trap. There's a bunch of stuff in here about how Japan is kind of like a sponge for all uh, religious things that come into it, where they just kind of accept certain parts of it, but they're like, yep, fuck the rest of that. I don't need any of that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Shingo is moderate, modestly festive with uh, frosted pine trees and sparkling lights on Christmas, uh, glittering streamers and green and red wreaths, candles and crushes uh, in Japan. Christmas Eve is a kind of date night. Yes, oh God. Young people oh, ignore God. the chaste example of Mary and instead lose their virginity. So I, experience, I experienced that firsthand. No, I didn't lose my virginity. <laughs> but um but you sure no. helped somebody lose theirs. <laughs> no, because I experienced one Christmas time while I was there. And the only thing people talked about was who they was going to take out on dates. It's like Valentine's Day. Christmas is like Valentine's Day over there. And um, it's like the total opposite. It's not about family. It's about romance and dating. And Yeah, people need to yeah. go and uh, subscribe to a guy by the name of Dogen on YouTube mm-hmm. as well. He, he has some really funny takes about the Japanese language and culture. Yeah. Where he's talking about how being in Japan during Christmas is actually really fucking depressing. It is. It <laughs> because is. He's like, in my life, I have never heard Last Christmas by George Michael more fucking times than I have living in Japan. It's like, <laughs> it, like you, you go around to every shop and instead of hearing like Holly Jolly Christmas or any of the, the cool fucking Christmas songs we have here that arguably are not that cool because we've listened to the same fucking songs for 70 years. Yeah. But they're listening to Last Christmas everywhere you fucking go. So if you're trying to avoid Careless Whisper, you know, spoilers for, you know, making it through the year, you're probably going to lose in Japan. So, But what you get, you know how we like to party on New Year's, you yeah. know, three, Gold, two, Golden one, week. happy yeah. New No, Golden Week is um, in oh, it's May. it's in January, or is it May? Yeah, it's in May. Okay. So it's the total opposite. Christmas time is for party. Yay! Everybody's getting laid on Christmas. But... It's the opposite for New Year's. New Year's is when everybody goes to their family and it's actually very like solemn and quiet and time for reflection. Nobody's partying on New Year's. That's when everybody goes to the temple or the shrine. You know, so you're trying to get drunk on New Year's. Forget about it. 
It's like, oh. Every other day of the week, though. (laughs) Yeah, every other day of the week. But that's when, okay, hey, what you doing on New Year's? What are you talking about? I'm going to my parents' house, and then we're going to the shrine at fucking 5 Mm a.m. Exactly. And I'm like, oh, so I'm alone on New Year's. Oh, fucking great. It sounds like I'm drinking you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then what's that noise? Oh, it's the monk and he's ringing the bell at 108 times. You know, it's like, oh, okay. This is depressing. So you go through a week of hearing cheesy ass Christmas songs to nobody is wanting to hang out with you <laughs> on New Year's. Yeah. Well, at least in Amer- at least here in America, we're like, okay, let's see, we're out of work on the twenty third. No, you work, you work, you work, you work, work, you work. Let's say like <laughs> that here in America, it's like, okay, when you get out for Christmas break, it's like, okay, I'm out and I'm gonna get plastered every mm-hmm. night until like I have to go back to work on like January. So yeah, it was the opposite. <sighs> Everybody is like, no, it's a time for quiet self reflection. New Year's. Oh, I wanted to get drunk. So nope. Junichiro Sawaguchi, <laughs> which they should have that backwards there if they're trying to be honest about their language here. Uh, the eldest member of the Shingo family, regarded as Christ's direct descendant, celebrates the holiday much like the average Japanese citizen in a secular way involving decorations and Kentucky Fried Chicken. That's no. the thing that oh, fucks oh, oh, up, Can man. I tell you about that? <laughs> well, okay. So at, at KFC, they have a statue of Colonel Sanders, but he's Japanese. Yeah. And like they dress him up like Santa Claus. It, like the stat yeah, yeah. So like you'll see you'll see this the statue of Colonel Sanders in front of the KFCs, but they'll put a Santa hat on him and like the Santa jackets and stuff. And isn't he holding like the box like an omake where he's yeah, just, like, and he's like, like standing there like this and he's got a smile and he's got like Japanese features and like well, I mean he kinda Christmas. always looked like that anyway, but <laughs> <laughs> and the biscuits are awful. Oh really? Yes. They're hard and they have a hole in the center. What? Yeah. <laughs> like I had a problem with KFC biscuits to begin with. I mean, Popeyes is like about the churches is the best of the biscuits you can get, but yeah. But even I mean, then, they're not that good. But no, still, Japanese KFC is awful to me. I'm sorry. How do but you fuck up a drop biscuit though? I mean, <laughs> they're they're not the same. They're not the same. The, it's the like only flour, thing that water and like salt. There's not. Oh my god. <laughs> no, they don't the, the Japanese KFC is awful to me. The only thing that rocks better is McDonald's. McDonald's in fucking Japan is awesome. Well, and 7-Eleven is fucking off the hook too from my understanding because they had one in Hawaii where it was essentially the Japanese business model where I was there and it was I, just like it was would, so goddamn good. <laughs> I would kill for a tuna mayo rice ball right now. Oh my god. You can't get dongo anywhere. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Weeb's talking here. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm out of this. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 you're good. <laughs> oh, the Kit so, Kats. Anyway. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> I've got a I've got yeah, a Japanese supermarket pretty close by, so I can I can go and get good shit there. So, uh, and they have the like the wasabi Kit Kats, or they have the. Uh, or what's the, what's the good one? They, they have the strawberry cheesecake ones that you're only supposed to be able to get like in certain places. They they have all the Kit Kats, you know, the matcha flavored ones. Just because, and I mean, like, yeah, it, there there's so many, but just because it's a flavor doesn't mean it's gonna be good. No, it really isn't. Mm. And as, as much as it may, sound I had a weird, cheese Kit Kat once. Yeah, no, no, fuck that. As weird as it may sound, Calpis is actually pretty good. Kado Pisu is delicious. 
if you like yogurt water. <laughs> it comes in powdered form. Mm-hmm. And you just, mix it's, it in it's water. It's fucking Gatorade. This is all it really is. It's, it's like it's, Pocari Sweat um, is the same thing. It's just electrolyte flavored water. Pocari Sweat is disgusting. I don't care what anyone <laughs> says. And uh, they have... Um, <laughs> Yeah, matcha flavor Kit Kats are great. Yep, they're nice. They, they exist, Celia. Yeah, Sorry, they're, we're, we're reading chat yeah, messages here. So. Yeah, they're they're good. They're good. I had a cheese flavored Kit Kat once. I had a Sakura flavored Kit Kat. It was gross. That doesn't sound palatable at all. I don't want to yeah. eat no. the cherry blossoms. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I don't know what flavor it was trying to mimic, but it was awful. <laughs> so anyway, this uh this Sawaguchi guy says that uh, he's never been to church nor read the Bible. He says, I'm Buddhist. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The son of the the direct descendant of Christ is a Buddhist. <laughs> I mean that tracks. Uh, that makes so much goddamn sense. But. Sure, why not? <laughs> That's so. Just, yo, if when I he had, was asked when he was asked if he believes in the Jesus in Japan yarn, he shakes his head and says coyly, "I don't know," which is just the Japanese version of no, <laughs> because they're, they're not going to come up to you and say directly no. They they don't like direct confrontation in a lot of the shit like this. So. Mm-hmm. Then again, notes Carlson, the Japanese tend to be quite tactful when airing their opinions, particularly on contentious topics. There's somebody that if you ask them a direct opinion on something, a lot of them would just be like, I don't know what my opinion is on this thing. They, that's how av- averse they are to giving their opinion a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So this Christ tomb has given Shingo a sense of identity, he says. If a central figure like Mr. Sakaguchi, sorry, Sawaguchi, uh, were to dismiss the story, he might feel disloyal to the town. And there's a lot of that there where it's it's you're you're part of something bigger. You're not just the individual here in America. We tend to focus a lot on individuality. And over there, it's like you are a member of society first and then a individual second. You know, that's why they don't have as many some COVID cases as we do. Yeah, because people stay the fuck home. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I just thought that was a fun little story that I found out there about uh, Japan having a, a, a fucking that tomb is... of Jesus out there in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> I mean, it's it's bizarre, but you know what? It's just as plausible as anything else in the Bible. One thing is, so. like, they had somebody from <laughs> Israel uh, come out and uh, I'm trying to find the where it says it here in the article. What, confirm it? <laughs> well, he came out and he they gave them a plaque saying that they've researched it or something like that. They, they gave it like a air of credulity where the J- <laughs> Japanese are going to be like, yeah, see, we fucking told you. Yeah. It's a thing that happened. But the Israeli people are like, yeah, we just wanted people to visit Israel more. You know, <laughs> The Israelis should get like a plaque that said, Oh yeah. One of Tokugawa's ancestors came here. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised they didn't come up with some sort of emperor theory of how he gave Jesus uh-huh. the, the God powers that he had. <laughs> that would rock. Oh, before the, the Meiji the... restoration, that fucking country, man. <laughs> they should get, they should get that. And they should be like sister legends or some shit to yeah, get more Japanese to... to come out. Even if you're, you, even if you have no interest in Japan at all, fucking read about the Tokugawa shogunate. It's fucking amazing, man. Especially I mean, the Warring States periods. God damn, that's an amazing story. That me, because I mean, isn't that pretty much what Mormonism is? It's like, hey, <laughs> we found a whole tribe. Uh, Jesus came over here. Hey, how did Jesus have time to go to Japan when he was in Minnesota or some shit? <laughs> 
Well, see, he didn't come to America until after he was crucified. Oh, wait. He visited, he visited the Americas after he got crucified. Wait, but he was dead. I'm yeah, confused. Once, once he rose from the grave and oh. ascended, he wasn't flying to heaven. He was flying to fucking North America. Or, oh. Wait, that's the way it used to be. It's now South America, isn't it? Or I, they're they're. Really? They don't have a fucking location. They don't yeah. know. <laughs> so with the Nephites and the 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 um the the Klingons the Nephites and the Lamanites, yeah, and the um so the Nephites were the good guys. The Lamanites were the dark skinned people that hated God and <laughs> uh, right, yeah, exactly. And when they flew to wherever there were tapir horses, but we're off on a different topic. So <laughs> go read this article. It's it's a good read. I just thought it was really funny that this is something that exists out there in the world. And I'm like, that's delightfully whimsical. Where it is. I will actually, I will, I will drive my ass out to the middle of nowhere. After taking a bullet train out to this middle of fucking nowhere place, and I'm just gonna go visit and be like, "Cool, that ain't gonna be no bullet train. That ain't gonna be no bullet train station there. You, no, you, that's gonna be a regular you, fucking ditch all the way out there. You're gonna, so. you're gonna have to get, you're gonna have to take a taxi out there, or and you're gonna shit. have to reach end of line on that goddamn mm -hmm. thing. They're gonna be like, "Yep, yeah, okay, well, we don't go any further than this. You need to mm -hmm. hike mm -hmm. all the way." <laughs> We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. If you could put the universe into a tube, you'd end up with a, a very long tube. Um, probably extending uh, twice the size of the universe because when you collapse the universe it expands and it would be uh, you wouldn't want to put it into a tube picture a hot dog bun and and throw all the stars the hundreds of stars that there are in the universe into a pa into a bag and put the universe into a bag and you all of a sudden they become um, When I was a child, there was thought to be nine planets, but there are now 90 planets. All right. So many thanks go out to uh, the guys at Knowledge Fight for making me aware of this on their podcast this week. God damn it. They're a great show. If you're not listening to them, they take the bullets I'm not willing to take, <laughs> which is I mean, I'll listen to a lot of shit. I'll listen to Ray Comfort. I'll mm -hmm. listen to Ken Ham. I'll <laughs> even go out there and listen to Dave Dobbenmeyer. But I will not listen to the entire goddamn Alex Jones show on InfoWars.com. No, no, you'll lose too many brain cells. And Dan and Jor Dan Jordan, oh, fuck, I can't remember their names. I'm terrible at I'm terrible at names. You're like, uh, yeah, thing one and thing two over there on Info. No, <laughs> just kidding. No, I'm just messing with you guys. <laughs> uh, so anyway, they shared a clip this week where I had to stop what I was doing and honestly take a. I had to assess myself. Like, where am I in my life? Am I okay? Are, it, everybody, are you okay out there in the COVID world? Because, I mean, I think that as much of stir crazy was, as we might be getting, I don't think we're ever going to get to the level that Alex Jones got to this week on this thing. And I'm just going to go ahead and let it play because... Jesus fucking Christ. Like, I, I haven't listened to Alex in a while because he's been deplatformed everywhere. Yeah. Censored. 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 He was been oh, censored. Right. Yeah. Censored. Yeah. Because they hate him. 
He tells the truth. <laughs> he's gone fucking crazy, man. And he life is not going well for Alex either because his ex-wife is taking him to the goddamn cleaners. Mm-hmm. She's got custody of the kids. Uh and there's also like a a matter of uh she's going to be getting like alimony payments <gasps> that are going to be really fucking like $45,000 a month levels of kind of shit. And whatever you're taking oh, on that is, man. I don't care, but like mm. he is going to fucking be He's been prepping his audience for a while, saying that the deep state's going to be taking him down. So, I mean, we we got to laugh while we can, because who knows how long we're going to have Alex Jones around to kick around. So, yeah, crazy anyway. Zuccheri. He's got she's got them kids. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And so here's here's Alex Jones talking about this goddamn thing. Here's why I felt so sick. I, I'll admit it. I will eat my neighbors. <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean, well, if there's a food shortage, I mean, no, I'm still not going to eat my neighbors. You know, there's there's lots of. No, no, no. You know, the thing was, (laughs) you think it was this. He he wasn't even talking about if there's a food shortage. He's just talking shit. Well, he said (laughs) no reason. I've got got plenty of food in his armored red out that he has or whatever the fuck he called it there. Where he's got food to live off of, like his baker buckets that he's got to live off of. (laughs) Baker. It's fucking it's Augustine farm shit that, you know, it's just resold to like higher prices on all these fucking prepper websites and everything. But he's got that stuff. But he's talking about when he needs some protein, he's going to eat his fucking neighbors. Can you imagine if you were Alex Jones's fucking neighbor right now? After all this blew the fuck up. I did not think it was going to get this much play, but fucking hell, it is everywhere (laughs) right now. And I was so mad because I'm like, ah, oh, man, I fucking clued in on this funny thing of Alex Jones saying he's going to eat his goddamn neighbors. But nope, everybody's talking about it now. So goddamn it. <laughs> anyway, he's going to eat his neighbors. I'm going to let it play. I'm not letting my kids die. I'm just going to be honest. My superpowers being honest, I've extrapolated this out and I won't have to for a few years since I got food and stuff. But I'm literally looking at my neighbors now and going, I'm ready to hang them up and gut them and skin them and chop them up. You know what? I'm ready. My dog. <laughs> That's that's this is perfectly healthy. This is this is very <laughs> just. This is something well, a sane this person is a well-adjusted says. thing. <laughs> Who doesn't think about this? Come on. Well, I you mean, know what? Okay. You know what's funny? You know Even funny? if you were to think of it, don't come out on your goddamn nationally syndicated family show. That oh yeah, Alex that's... likes to say that his show is, and says like. Yeah, I'm gonna string them up. I'm gonna gut them, and I'm gonna turn them into fucking filet mignon. You know, it's just you can't do that, man. Come on, filet mignons for liberals. He's turning them into beef jerky. <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, we are pretty stringy. I mean, I, I don't, think, so. I don't. But like, okay, I, between I, this and drinking bleach, when is when are the supporters gonna be like, you know what? Maybe they're all crazy. Why don't you just? Just become a liberal, like I mean, I can't say liberal because that's a, that's a, an offensive word to a lot of people out there. It's like just become a progressive, like the rest of us are, where we're trying to get you out of not drinking bleach, not eating your neighbors, not living off of fucking reconstituted soup powders that you have out there. Guess what we have? We have real potatoes that are really easy to grow. We have farm animals that they'll just live off the land. You can eat them. No, if you if, if you wanted to do that, mm-hmm. I don't need to eat my goddamn neighbors, Alex. What the fuck is wrong with these people? And there's some people that probably heard this and they're like, 
Yeah, Alex, you're right. I need to get them goddamn liberals strung up and I need to skin them and I need to eat them. <laughs> it's just like, Alex, it's not okay. It is not okay what? to jump to fucking cannibalism, man. What prompted him <laughs> to say this? Was it like he was afraid of food shortages because of COVID or just out of the blue? I, I don't. I I'm going to eat my neighbor. I just think he I hates don't know liberals. that it needs to be prompted. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are his no, neighbors he's, he's got liberals? more to it. Okay, no, it is more to it because he's going to talk about globalists and their goddamn his oh, whole thing, thinking that globalists. you know they're trying to all of the spirit cooking that they've done over the years. Which spirit cooking just makes me laugh. Spirit cooking. Spirit cooking. Yeah, it was a fucking art exhibit that happened one one or two times, and Tony Podesta or John Podesta happened to be invited to one of. So they've extrapolated it out uh, to this whole mm-hmm. eating human flesh and drinking blood and everything. Right, it's like right, right. They mean like, like um mass. It's like it's like going to a friend's house for Halloween and they're doing the whole and these are his eyeballs and they have like skin grapes. <laughs> you mean like Halloween where you put your hand in the spaghetti? Yeah, yeah and you exactly. Yeah, no, and these are his. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I can't breathe. <laughs> That's how stupid these people's fucking thing is. Yeah. And we're going to get a comment. I guarantee you we're going to get a comment. Why are you saying spirit cooking's bullshit? I've seen it with my own eyes. They eat children. I've seen a video of Hillary Clinton eating a baby is what we're going to get. There's going to be some crazy asshole that's going to send that out to us. And I'm just going to be like, man, if you had that video, you'd be a millionaire. You know. <laughs> you see Elon Musk talk about he going to sell all his stuff. Oh, God. Please do. He's fuck off yeah, forever, he's, Elon. He's, he's another that's he's just cracked. Look, mental health is a serious issue, people. <laughs> but god damn, it's fun to watch people just. And he crumble. should be able to afford the best drugs. Come on, oh, Elon. Uh, it might be part of the problem. <laughs> okay, Alex, we're gonna let him. Daughters aren't starving to death. I'll eat my huh? neighbors. See. My superpower is being honest. I'll eat your ass. <laughs> Not without my permission there, Alex. I don't want not, you going anywhere near Mr. Cornhole not, without not, any kind yeah, of not permission. So, not so aggressively. No. You got to do that. And then, then, then you got to at least buy look, me a couple you gotta of drinks. Follow current, you got you to gotta follow current CDC guidelines, which clearly say you don't do that right now. No. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you should have played Mr. Poopy Butthole. Oh, god damn it. I don't have that on here yet. <laughs> he doesn't have very many catchphrases, though. Ooh-wee. 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 <laughs> okay, so, man, fucking Alex, really? You're just, you're I just unprompted, I'm just going to eat your ass. I mean, the only thing he's missing is that I'm going to eat your ass whole. That's the only thing that's missing there. Oh, that would have been perfect. I'm going to eat your ass whole. (laughs) 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 It's so close. He's so close. (laughs) I will. I'm combat model. Optimum self-sufficiency. Fucking warn me next time. Wait, optimum self-sufficiency? You would live off of plant life if that's what you were going to do. Yeah. Hunting, killing, and cooking and consuming a human takes a lot more fucking calories 
than finding ready-to-eat sources of food nearby. Then I would imagine you'd have to shave their hair off first. No, you just use the fire for that. Oh, okay. Ugh. I mean, you could put a whole chicken on the fire. It'd smell funky for a little while, but I mean, yeah, but you don't, you don't, you don't want to do that. It just makes the whole thing. It, 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 it doesn't taste good. No, that's what Nair is for. <laughs> Thanks, Emily. <laughs> but I mean, <sighs> oh my God. I like how he went straight for people. I mean, <laughs> not. I'm not going to eat your horses. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not going to steal your, your groceries. I'll eat your because... cat. I'm not going to eat your dog or your cats or you no. know, anything like no, that. It's just you. I'm going to go straight you. for Long Pig. That's what I'm going to go for. Yeah. He is such a bizarre, disturbed so... person. And he has how many followers and how many millions of dollars. And rather than go to anything rational he goes straight to eating people because he thinks that's the most extreme attention grabbing thing to do well, first and personally if i was alex jones i would have cashed out years ago i would have mm-hmm. been like i'm good you can keep I'm the done. info wars and shit you can keep all this stuff and you can just keep doing this show in perpetuity you can let owen schroyer run this you can let joseph watson do this i'm done you know alex should have just fucking stepped out of the picture a long time ago at least Andrew Breitbart had the good sense to go ahead and die. That's <laughs> <laughs> the least he could do. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. It really is. I mean, the, the point reason, is, is have you? There, go ahead. I was going to say the only reason I could think of that he didn't is that he just he wasn't there. There wasn't enough for him to live off of. Uh, he had he makes plenty selling them oh, brain force plus pills. Yeah, I just I the liability is greedy. The, the liability yeah, is gotta be huge. What with Sandy Hook and all that shit? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. see, he should have stopped before Sandy Hook. That's what I'm oh, trying to say. Oh god, yeah, he should have stopped. He should have stopped. <laughs> he should have like left at the height of the like the, the Obama administration. He should have left like uh after the nine eleven truther kind of shit. Right oh, before yeah. Sandy Hook hit, he oh, would have yeah. been. If he would have cashed out, he would have been so money, <laughs> so money. No. My thing is, my thing is like when Trump is gone, uh, what's Alex Jones' net worth? Too 25, much, twenty five million or something like that. It's it's a considerable amount of. Money. Mm. No, I mean, but my, you also have to consider like a lot of that's spent on inventory and all sorts of. Sure, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, them brain force plus pills. That's a lot of cornmeal to smush well, into a pill. Well, in that studio that he's in. That shit's not cheap, man. I, I'm looking for a cheap studio, and it's a lot of money every month. <laughs> Are you sure that thing ain't cheap? It's a cheap studio, I'm sure. It's it's probably his basement. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, the guy's a complete idiot, but I mean, it's not a complete idiot. Yeah, I think our Anwin's got a uh, point. If we if he cashed out before Sandy Hook, Fox would have hired him, but he. Like Glenn Beck, you know, he went too far and hot. Fox got rid of him. Well, he wants his own platform, just like Glenn Beck wanted the blaze. You know, he wanted yeah. his own platform for this whole thing because he doesn't have to answer to anybody. Right. Except True. for federal mag- magistrates and, you know, different courts that you have where they're bringing up a bunch of charges and stuff. So anyway, right. Right. I'm going to let him talk some more. Model Optimus self-sufficiency. Probably the leader. The point is, is have you thought about that yet? Because I'm somebody that thought I could fix this, and I'm starting to think about having to eat my neighbors. You think I like sizing up my neighbor? Yes. Yeah, I I honestly think you do. That is the only reason you would, is if 
it, it, you have that, that catches Alex, your fancy. You have no other reason to do that right now. What sounds appealing? What about this sounds appealing to his fans? I don't know that he's willing to survive no matter what. But the fact that like the, that, the, the fact that this is going to appeal to somebody is bizarre is to me. Extremely disturbing. Even yeah. if it reaches the one crazy pipe bomb sending to everybody in Congress asshole that is going to get caught on this shit. Yeah. It's too much. You don't need it to is. have extreme. No, you don't no, need to yeah, fucking this, this shit people is on, this man. shit is actually dangerous. <laughs> mm-hmm. Somebody That's, did it. Somebody did it. Somebody did a pipe bomb thing. Remember the guy with all the stickers on yeah. his hand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy from Florida. That, that's why I brought yeah. it up is because it's just one of those things where it's like all it takes is one crazy asshole to make your entire thing just go away. Like your your whole trying to say, oh, well, nobody <laughs> should do anything like that. Well, too bad you got somebody to act like that, you know, mm-hmm. and it's based on shit that this guy said. So mm-hmm. it's stochastic terrorism and it's fucking it needs to stop. Yes. Anyway, he's got a couple more, couple more seconds. Now I'm gonna haul him up by a chain and chop his ass up. I'll- Just his ass, right? I mean, he keeps he's saying really ass. I'm gonna eat your ass. ass. I'm gonna chop your ass. This is fun to say. Let's admit it. Oh yeah, I mean, I can't deny that. I mean, you don't want to be like <laughs> me and be like, well, you know, I'll make sure I take that whole. I'll take the hanger steak out and make sure it gets a good marinade. You don't want to talk about you know, getting the the fat back going on and making some good bacon out of it. You know, you don't want to talk about taking off that whole quarter, you know, the whole thigh portion of somebody and turning it into a ham. You don't, you, you don't want to. But that's what we do with other animals. I'm just trying to say is that Alex doesn't want to go down that route. He just wants to talk about butt. Well, he can't go down that route because he has no idea. I, he, he doesn't he, know where this is meat comes kidding? from. <laughs> it comes from the store, doesn't it? <laughs> It is it is absolutely hilarious seeing all of the people in this in this group that have for so long just been going on tangents about becoming uh, independent, self-sufficient. And now that they're in a position where they kind of have to and they can be, they're losing their fucking minds (laughs) because they can't get a haircut because they can't get a haircut. Here's the problem is that they wanted it to happen suddenly. And they wanted there there to be a power vacuum that they could fill themselves. Yes, not that's, something that where was it's the, happening slowly. You know, that was the point. Right. That was the. They point. wanted. They but wanted they, Armageddon. They wanted, they wanted a quick Armageddon where they were the mm-hmm. ones that were in charge. They're the ones that can right. say what's going to happen at Thunderdome. You know. Yeah. But guess what, guys? Auntie Entity is a black lady running fucking Barter Town. So you, fucking, <laughs> you get over yes, it, man. <laughs> We don't need another hero. That's been on fucking heavy play on my iPod yeah. right now. I'm we not even kidding. It should be. It's <laughs> a good song, man. Oh. <laughs> okay, you know. Master Blaster runs Bottle Town. Sorry. On. <laughs> runs on pig shit. <laughs> what? Pig shit. Bullshit. No, pig shit. <laughs> I'll do it. Oh, my God. children aren't going hungry. Oh God! It was behind me. I will me. eat your ass. <laughs> That's why like I want that, the globals you know. to know. I will eat your ass first. You're not. We're gonna dig you out of those bunkers. We're gonna Ugh. dig you out of those holes. You make us eat up. Let me tell you something right now. <laughs> he just love how he interrupts himself. <laughs> I'm gonna have nightmares about Alex Jones. It's gonna be your 
fault. Well, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you off with Prager U when we're done here. <laughs> no, <laughs> you come to the Utah Outcast, you're gonna get some pain. <laughs> I swear to God, it's the last thing I do. That's why you're begging for peace right now. You should have thought about that when you turned down Christ a long time ago. You want to meet with me, you Satanist? Meet with me? How about you get on your knees to Christ? You'd meet with my boss right now, but you can't do it. You think you can meet with some low-level nobody? Okay. I'm nobody. Okay. Well, I mean, isn't I that you imagine yourself, imagine yourself tied to a chair with a blindfold on, and he's saying that to you. It's terrifying. I'm Think gonna get it. my hands around your throat. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> choke you, and then I'm gonna eat your ass. Be like, oh, be like, yes, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Is there ball play involved? <laughs> Put the lotion in the basket, Alex. <laughs> Can you touch my nipples a little bit there, Alex? I appreciate that. You know. <laughs> so he goes on and on and on. Like it is an inordinate amount of time talking about eating ass on the Alex Jones show. And I could go on, but I'm not going to. So is there nobody is there nobody involved in running his show? No. That was people running just, cameras. Just tell him to fucking stop Alex Jones ASMR <laughs> gives you nightmares. Oh I need to do a channel God. where I just do Alex Jones ASMR, where it's like that I'm sounds gonna like unwrap, I'm gonna unwrap this boiler. It's original, and I'm gonna put it in my mouth, and I'm gonna walk it around my mouth with my tongue, and then I'm gonna swallow it. the first time I've done an Alex Jones and I haven't coughed afterwards. What the fuck is wrong with my voice? I think I drank like, enough fucking whiskey, so... God. It sounds like he eats Brillo pads. <laughs> and I smoke. <laughs> well, let me tell you. <laughs> I used to smoke 30 years of my life as well. I'm only 43 years old. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. He's not that old. He looks no. old as Fuck, man. Well, man, how old is he? Hold on. <laughs> Go ahead and Google that one. I'm about to Google that he's right not now. As old, he's not as old as you think he is. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at him right here, and he's got fucking crevices. He's got crevices <laughs> all over his face going on here. And it's like, man, I just hit 40, and I've got a couple of lines showing up, and it, it's how, nothing I'm going to lose my fucking mind about. But <laughs> how, old, how old are you, um, Kyle? Oh, uh, Kyle, Kyle, he's about my age. Yeah, yeah, we're we're just a few months apart, really. Yep. Who's the oldest? X is older <laughs> by a couple months. <laughs> when did you turn forty? January. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> we're all meant for I, each other. You realize that, right? Like we huh? met each other through the internet. We're all good friends with each other because we're mm -hmm. meant to be friends with each other. So. <laughs> I turned forty in June. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so, Alex is 46. 46 years old, man. Oh my God. I hope at 46, I'm not that fucking haggard. <laughs> <laughs> Hate does interesting things to people. Well, Stephen Miller, Stephen Miller is it's like, like 26. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> but hating them Jews and them Mexican people has made yeah. him. Holy He's 30. Shit. He's 34. Yeah. 
Oh He's five years younger than me. At 34, I was still doing keg stands. <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me? Thank you, Sylvia. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's Alex Jones talking about eating ass, and I thought you guys would enjoy that one this mm-hmm. week. So uh, before before we uh, you leave know everybody- he's not generous in his ass eating either. No, it's what was the prager you? What was no, the prager? We're going to get to prager you here in a second. So make sure you join us on the next clip that we're doing out there. But I want to let everybody know that if you want to catch more of Auntie Skeleton, where should they find you? Um, I am on Twitter at Rich Auntie Skeleton. Hold on. Is that my Twitter handle? It's just at Auntie Skeleton. It's it? at Auntie Skeleton. Yeah. And I am also on the Facebooks. Um, <laughs> but um, I'm, I prefer Twitter at Auntie Skeleton. Dot, uh, at Auntie Skeleton. I am also a stand-up comedian. I am going to be performing uh, virtual stand-up. Uh, look for me, litcomedy.com slash shows, May 20th. But try to check out all of us. Um, we do sketch, we do improv, and we do stand-up. We used to perform, but our friend COVID-19 popped up, and uh, we can't do shows anymore, so we right. moved online. So please check us out. And uh, expect to see more of her around here on Utah Outcast because I'm going to invite her anytime that we might need somebody. So please Hooray. come and so, see. Good times. I try to be funny, but I'm just sad now. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, make sure we you can like, always, share. Yeah, and we subscribe. always try to. Yeah, we always try to be funny. Uh, it doesn't work. Try. Well. We try. We try. I think and then, we, and then we get Alex. Jo- and then we get Alex Jones just talking about eating ass, and then we're just like, I don't know how. How do you make that funny? I mean, no. more so than it already is. Yeah. Oh my God. When he talked about. I'm going to put my hands around your throat. And I'm like, oh, I just imagine myself being held prisoner in a basement. God damn it. You know, it strikes me. He, he could put the goddamn a, lotion in the basket. He could make a whole lot of money by just reading erotica. <laughs> like um, Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> and exactly. then I touched your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, with, with John Oliver Head. You have a Godfrey reading Bigfoot erotica? <laughs> like a mink biting an apple. <laughs> anyway, I just said it. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. That's all I got to say to everybody else. Yes. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil... You're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. You know, the ultimate fate of the universe is so dark and mysterious that it generates butterflies in my stomach and that goes to tickles in my spine and that creates goose pimples and then that penetrates my mind and then the the whole big bang explosion.
Uh, stars can be fun. A lot of people say, Donna, you get so wrapped up in the physics of it, don't you have any fun? I say, well, I go up and I look at the stars through my telescope and I see the little dipster, or I see the big dipster. Every star has, its, has a sister star, um, a little bit like two eyeballs. If you can imagine, if, if, if you could see the other side of my eyeball, you'd see a 360 degree eyeball. Do you know that when you look at a planet and you see that light, that planet's not even there? That's just a light. That's just your neighbor shining a flashlight right into your yard, looking for coons. And he says, what are you doing in my backyard with that flashlight? And I told him, I'm shining, I'm shining in your window so I can teach your son about the universe. He said, get out of my yard. Why are you communicating to my son? Why are you in all black behind my bushes shining a light into my house? And I said, I'm teaching your son about the universe. I'm shining a light shining a light right in there and exploring his room as he's looking out and exploring the universe. I turn the light off and I see your son go to bed and I turn the, sh the light back on and I do swirls on his wall like a comet's tail. I do this every night with your son. So PragerU, uh, if you don't know who they are, you're, you're obviously not a big fan of what we're talking about here because we right. dog and you clearly have ads disabled on YouTube. Yeah, that would be great. You know, <laughs> oh, my God. He's fucking everywhere. <laughs> so every week or about every week, he has a fireside chat that he has where it's Dennis and his fireplace and he sits there with his dog and he tries to make it all folksy and he tries to be a Roosevelt and he's not, you know. <laughs> no. no, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, somebody from the 1930s appreciated that guy. <laughs> but anyway, so he's talking about, uh, he just got done talking about uh, on this video that we're going to share with you here. We're not going to play the whole thing because it's fucking 33 minutes long and we care about your time. He Are talked about everything has a price is what he was talking about originally. And it's jumped into no one asks the price of a quarantine. So, well. Uh, it, it it's free, uh, Dennis. You know, staying home doesn't really cost you anything unless you aren't working. Then it's going to cost you your income. But I mean, right? But but that's not. I mean, that, that's. I mean, it's. I I, I gave a very simplistic way of talking about it. But it, I'm just going to let him talk about it because yeah, it's, it's goddamn. Yeah. It's fascinating. Mm -hmm. People are not asking what is the price. The assumption is we're saving lives, saving a lot of lives, and that's the end of the issue. That's okay, all it should yeah. be. Stop. That's it. Full that's stop. It. We're Full done. Stop, that's it. Okay. All right. Lives. See you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, yeah, they're, they're, what's the price? Well, I don't know. This will save lives. Okay. Good news. Okay. Wait. Can we what play bingo? Can we play what? bingo right quick? Is it going to be freedom? <laughs> is it going to be liberty? Or is it going to be economy? I'm going to go economy on this one because that's the kind of asshole he is, you know? Oh, sure, sure. But but it's going to be tied to freedom. Yeah. Okay, so you because, say freedom because you, you cannot, and X. I'm, a, right. I'm economy on this one. A economy and conscious freedom. Okay. And I, is, did not, is, I did not sit through the whole thing. I got to this bullet point and I'm like, perfect. That's going to work for us on the show this week. Right. So. Okay, it, is going so to be, it is going to be economy, but framed through freedom. Okay. All right. right. Play. For vast numbers of people. But we are, if we're grown up, which a lot of people are not. Fuck you. Fuck well, yeah, no, I mean, no, you know, he's perfect. I don't mean to interrupt, but that's a real petty fucking 
Yeah, I mean, on. it's not bad. I mean, it, it is accurate. There are, in fact, a whole lot of people who are not growing up. Oh, you mean you know what? Okay, if we don't it, right. quarantine, they might not grow up. Mm. <laughs> no, you have a whole bunch of people that are in their 50s and 60s <laughs> that are acting like goddamn children right now. So. Oh, yeah. <sighs> and the a lot of people includes uh, world leaders. It includes uh, major scientists. The fact that you're a world leader doesn't mean you're a grown up. The- <laughs> Did he just I mean, burp? Did you hear it, that? It kind of sounded like it. I don't want to rewind, like but <laughs> he just burped. Fucking horking in the middle of a camera shoot. <laughs> 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 That's some Utah Outcast level shit right there. <laughs> no, and it's you. Can't okay, edit, I snort. All right, you can't edit video and or audio. That just can't happen. It just never happens. I believe in the Robert Evans school of fucking doing shows. Don't fucking edit. Put that Fuck shit it. out. We'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fine. It's just, it, it is, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, not to go off on too much of a side tangent here, but let me, right, let, right. me show, let me show Freedom, you how the sausage is made. Sausage is made here. If you spend 15 hours editing a video that gets the same amount of views as something that you spent 15 minutes editing, mm-hmm. what's the fucking cost benefit there? You're like, you feel like you put out a better product. Great. I hope you sleep better that way. You know what I'm going to sleep better with? Is that 15 goddamn hours that I didn't fucking waste editing <laughs> that thing. <laughs> going through and getting rid of every um or every that might be on there or every kind of burp that's going on. Because guess what? We're human fucking beings and we're all nasty and gross. So you know what? I'm going to let Dennis talk to me. The fact that you're a scientist doesn't mean you're a grown-up. Grown-up is a grown-up, and a scientist is a scientist. And a president or a prime minister or a king is a president or prime minister or a king. Oh, nice out that you gave Trump there to not be a grown-up president. There you go. All right, cool. I heard you right Uh loud and clear on that one. (sighs) No one asked the price for corn. I am unimpressed when people do not juggle this exceedingly difficult moral question of what is the price. I have asked this from the beginning of the quarantine. You know, it's interesting. You know that this has never happened in the history of the world. (laughs) Hello, 1363 Uh, called. Jesus fucking Christ. Have you not read any? Oh, it's it's Dennis Prager. Yeah, it's Um, Dennis Prager. He doesn't believe in history. But this has never happened. Oh, okay. In the history of, the history world. of yeah. anybody other than whites. Okay. That's kind of <laughs> <sighs> you know, there was that whole Spanish flu that happened. Uh, uh, we call it Spanish flu only because that's when that's the country that started making it known because everybody else is too afraid to say shit about it. They should call it the, the Kansas right. flu because that's where it started. Yeah. No shit. You know, I've I've seen reports, and we're not a medical show, so don't take medical advice from a podcast. But God, there was a. Yeah. There was a lot of people saying that this whole Wuhan virus that was made popular that happened there actually had origins other places besides Wuhan. So, yeah, you know, they're saying that it was spread during a fucking convention, like a big convention that was happening. So that makes sense, like a tech convention that was happening. So anyway, I don't I don't want to go too far into it because Mm -hmm. we're that's all conjecture. That's all opinion. It's nothing to do with you know something that might be real. But Dennis is talking about. This has never happened in the history of the world, except for all of every the other, other times goddamn where, yeah. quarantine that's ever happened. Right. Uh, two things have never happened. You did it again. Uh, <laughs> One that the world be- went into quarantine. It, it, and secondly, 
that vast numbers of healthy people went you into eat quarantine. a burrito? What the fuck? <laughs> quarantine. I took some fucking jalapeno poppers before I did the show here tonight. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but he's, t- he's saying that healthy people have put themselves into quarantine. Yeah, because they don't want to catch something that they can avoid. Yeah. When you're talking about a highly this, contagious virus right. that you don't know if you're a vector for transit, you need to stay the fuck home. I asked my dad about Legionnaire's disease back in the 70s. And he told me that if you stayed in a hotel, you could get it. And they would tell you that you would have to stay there. Like, that's how it, it happened. And um, he was like, it was weird time. Yeah. I think any kind of outbreak is a weird yeah. goddamn time. Yeah. You never think you'd be in that kind of situation, but yet here we all are. Yeah. But we're talking about a disease that isn't like 24 hours and you get symptoms. It's Mm -hmm. a week at the least that you start showing symptoms. Right. Which is, gives you a lot of goddamn time to infect other people. spread around. And it's not like a light infection, you know, it's not like something where like you actually have to swap spit with the person or anything. It is like, yeah. droplets like minuscule parts per million fucking types of infection going on here yeah i mean viral load does have a lot to do with how sick you do get but it's just one of those anyway yeah what's you, you, you quarantine the fuck at home if you can stay at home because you don't want to catch it it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that you only quarantine sick people because you actually have to have symptoms and know that they're sick in order for them to stay at home and that's not a thing that most people can do because there right. are asymptomatic people. Right. There are right. people that have light symptoms where they think it's just a flu or just a cold or just allergies. You know, we're in that season right now. Yeah, we're in the season, which, which is really a shitty time for this to be happening because. God damn, you wake up in the morning with bad allergies and you're suddenly panicking. And I think you might die, but yeah. that's OK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, 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 I sleep with the CPAP on, and so when I get up in the morning sometimes, like, I'm all congested, or I might feel like I'm feverish, or kind of, you know, stuff like yeah. that, where it's just like, that's normal for that kind of mm-hmm. device that I use, but you question every fucking day when you get in the shower, like, am I sick? Am I right? Is everything good? Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So. You, you wake up feeling a little little bit not okay, and uh, yeah, it's, you it's question. the end of the world. So, you I question. mean, I, I, guess, I guess we do kind of have to hand it to him on, on that that point though that you know yeah this is kind of a unique time and a unique reaction and part of that is because one we understand germ theory a little bit better than any other time (laughs) this is Mm -hmm. happened at least we don't think it's caused by like bad humors yeah (laughs) yeah miasmas i I mean some people still think it's caused by but that's yeah so yeah, sure, great. Yeah, this kind of this this type of this type of proactive uh, reaction in the history of the world. Sure, there's never been like this type of broad uh, action. Well, and the to, fucked up to save lives. So the real fucked up thing is that I'm watching this video, and I have mm-hmm. I have a, a service called TubeBuddy to help me make YouTube videos a lot easier. Yeah, And it tells me the analytics for this video, and there's 52.4 thousand people, I'm sorry, 5.24 thousand people that liked this, and only like 150 that didn't. 
So, and there's like a 1,000 likes on this thing on uh, Facebook, three upvotes on Twitter, 20 plus mentions on, uh, sorry, Twitter, and then three upvotes on Reddit. Uh, this video itself has 373,000 views and 1.25 thousand comments, and it's just. When did it come out? Uh, this was 23rd of April, so it was like a week ago. That's not a lot for a week. I mean, it's a lot more than I get. I mean, <laughs> not me. I mean, it is. That's hey, that's it's a. Crazy. You're, you're, you're also talking about a channel that has 2.5 million subscribers. But they're all his narrow audience. You know, right. there's people coming to listen to Prager. They're not picking up brand new people that think that he's an actual university. No, no, you know no. What I mean? There are people who are already convinced that he has some idea what he's talking about. Yeah, so, I'm I mean, not worried about it's Prager. It's average viewership for, for a video, that for a channel that size. 2.5 million should be about 3.7 in views in the first week. So yeah. it's about normal for that kind of thing. But anyway, mm -hmm. he's got a little bit more. It was definitionally for those who were ill or were suspected of being ill. This is the first time where a billion, two billion, three billion people. I just love how it just goes one, two, three, not realizing the order of magnitude that a billion is. No, it's like no, logarithmic. No it's not logarithmic. Also, yeah, but he's also, you know, totally wrong about quarantine. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, he drives me nuts and I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah but um i've honestly had enough of uh Dennis let, Parker, so. yeah let me know yeah, if he, if he got to his point yeah but he's gonna blather and dither oh, of course he's going to let's give him 10 more seconds i'll give him 10 more seconds okay 10 okay. more most seconds. of whom are healthy are yeah. being quarantined <laughs> that's the as of this moment in the united states as of this moment as i speak to you that's his 10 seconds, and he has not got to his goddamn point. He's so. not going to get to point. <laughs> Was that I mean, 10 seconds? That was 10 seconds time, to the, any, to the second. So. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't say anything. No, no he doesn't. They're good at That's... that. <laughs> I mean, we've gone on for 13 minutes, but <laughs> more succinct than that shit. Uh, so the, the title for this little topic is the actual price being paid, and at this point, I don't fucking care. It was padding. It was padding. All he did was pad. He right. didn't say anything. Well, and I wonder if he's even got like a teleprompter or if he's got anything else to help him out. I think that was this. just all mind boogers. <laughs> Sounds about right. So anyway, just pick them. Oh, that's what I mean. Wanna... That's what I mean by mind boogers because you're just picking them, picking for something mm -hmm. to come. Yeah, out just yeah, picking so. and flicking. Yeah. Anyway, that's all we got for Dennis Prager. You might. People might come to us and I can see the comments now is like Dennis Prager could do more push-ups than you can. I don't fucking care. You know, he Who can, would say know. that? Who would say some bullshit like that? Excuse my language. You would be a graduate, a graduate of Prager U. <laughs> Somebody that got their sixth year from Prager U. <laughs> Super senior Prager U. Right. Well go right. do a keg stand. Yeah, go go do a at, keg stand at, and at a know. frat at Prager U and call me in the morning. Pi right. Kappa Alpha. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. I'm just kidding. Where is it? Where's Watson? I sent you to get the memory worm. Did you? When? Who's he? What are we doing here? Look, it's been snowing. You didn't use the gauntlets, did you? Why would I need the gauntlets? Do you want me to get the memory worm? You. 
What can you say it? I think I can hear it. <laughs> Oi! Don't try to run away. Stay where you are. <laughs> Why would I run? I know what's going to happen next, and it's funny. What's funny? Well, your little pal for a start. I can see it. Ooh! Can you reach it? Have you got it? Got what, sir? So if I say the name David Icke, Kyle, I know who you know who we're talking about here. I have no idea. You really don't have okay. I have no idea. God damn it, I wish I could say the same thing. David Icke is the the reptoid alien, you know, blue blooded. Do you know what rep okay? So on Doctor Who, there's the the alien there's the species of reptiles that lived underneath the planet for a long time, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Madame yeah, yeah, Vastra yeah. came up and became yeah. one of the ones that yeah, was yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he the, believes uh, that that's the same thing, except they're visiting us from another dimension, and that most of the royal families, or you know what we call blue bloods. Oh yeah, the royals are all Silurians. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, they're they're uh -huh. all shape shifting reptoid aliens uh, that yeah. are here to mm -hmm. steal what they call monoatomic gold because it's like a drug to. It's like the adrenochrome thing for the QAnon people, but right. Okay, I'm trying to make this make sense, but this is something it's I not going to make sense. Time ago, no, it's not because it's fucking crazy. But David right. Ike is the the guy that wrote the book, like the greatest story never told, or something like that. Anyway, mm. he uh, his official page uh, on Facebook has been taken down recently, and okay. Uh, <laughs> For, due to the reasons of health misinformation that could cause physical harm. Right. Okay. Because mm -hmm. Mr. Ike it went on uh, Infowars and many other places saying that uh, 5G mobile phone networks are linked to the spread of the coronavirus. <laughs> okay. Yeah. In another video, you taken down. Mm -hmm. he suggested that a Jewish group was behind the virus. <laughs> that also will get you taken down. Mm -hmm. And so following the ban, his Twitter account posted, Fascist Facebook deletes David Icke. The elites are terrified. Yes. They do something. They, they hold me responsible for my words, and all of a sudden, they're scared. Yeah, that should tell you that who has the power there. It, it's that whole, you know, you're not in the position of power, but you're going to claim to have the high ground. Just like Anakin Skywalker, when, when Obi-Wan said, don't do it, Anakin, I have the high ground. He's like, well, fuck you. I'm going to do it anyway. You know, <laughs> of course, how dare, how dare you cut my arms and leg off or sorry, yeah. legs and arm off because he had the robot <laughs> hands. So <sighs> the other one uh -huh. was lopped off by Dooku, but we all know that May 4th is coming up pretty soon. So yes. <laughs> maybe I'll make this the May 4th video. Who fucking knows? <laughs> Made Star Wars references. Yay. So anyway, um, mm -hmm. Facebook said in the statement. Quote, we have removed this page for repeatedly violating our policies on harmful misinformation. I should tell you all you really need to know right there. It, but. it really does. I, and, uh, getting something taken down on Facebook is, well, I mean, unless you're saying, like, men are garbage, they're not yep. going to kick you off. Right. So on Friday, this past Friday, campaign group, the Center for Countering Digital Hate, published an open letter calling on tech companies to ban Mr. Ike's accounts. 
The letter said Amazon, Facebook, and Twitter and YouTube have amplified Ike's racism and misinformation about COVID-19 to millions of people. He's trying to say that COVID-19 is a hoax. Which, how the fuck do you say it's a hoax when people are dying? They'll be like, well, that's just a false flag. You know, that's the kind of shit that we're dealing with here. Right, so. yeah, yeah, that's, that's what they, that's their thing. So it was co-signed by a member of parliament by the name of Damian Collins, as well as celebrity medics, uh, Dr. Christian Jessen, Dr. Don Harper, and Dr. Pixie McKenna. This is from the BBC. We have no frame of reference here in the United States, but None. anyway. Okay. Uh, the CCDH said videos of Mr. Ike making, quote, untrue and conspiracist claims about COVID-19 had been watched more than 30 million times online. And as examples, it cited a YouTube interview in which Mr. Ike falsely claimed that a Jewish group was behind coronavirus, an Instagram post which he falsely claimed 5G mobile networks left people unable to absorb oxygen. That's a whole nother level of fucking crazy that I, I can't even get into right now. A YouTube video in which he falsely claimed it was not possible to catch a virus from shaking hands, which this is a man that has a very no fucking idea about virology at all. He has no idea how viruses are spread. He must not understand like bact. He doesn't understand microbiology at all is what it sounds like here. So uh, very clearly. Yeah. And he was also. Uh, cited for a Twitter post in which he falsely claimed Germany was moving to quote unquote legalize rape for Muslim men. So it's more that, uh, you know, that whole wave of YouTube, you know, <laughs> like anti Muslim atheist content that was out. He's not even atheist though. So it's just funny because I remember seeing a lot of shit like this from a lot of the MRA people I followed at the time. If you guys didn't know, X used to be quite the uh, the, <laughs> the the shit heel. I, I used to be a pretty damn terrible person, and I grew up quite a bit uh, once I learned how to have some fucking empathy for other people. So it's amazing. Anyway. It's amazing what that'll do for you. Right. So the letter was published after Facebook had removed uh, Mr. Ike's page in April. YouTube removed an interview with Mr. Ike in which he said there was a link between 5G and the health crisis. And when asked for his reaction to reports of 5G masks being set on fire in England and Northern Ireland, he responded, if 5G continues and reaches where they want to take it, human life as we know it is over. So people have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Right. We do. And it sounds like they made a decision by removing your ass from Facebook. But... <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to take your medicine, are you? Nope, it's going to no, be no, victimization no, no. from here yeah. on out. So, uh, Let's see. So Facebook later removed the same video, saying it broke its rules on misinformation. Later, the telecoms regulator Ofcom found local TV channel London Live in breach of standards for an interview it had aired with Mr. Ike about coronavirus. And so there's more to this, and there's a whole bunch of other information that you have out there, but it's just funny to me that the guy that is always talking about how the reptoid aliens are coming after him to take him, take him down. It sounds like they finally won this time. So, <laughs> Well, I mean, the thing you have to remember uh, when you're, when you're fighting against the, the reptoid uh, army, uh, they're, they're going to get you. And well, they're not, they're not going to, they're not going to be nice about it. Because I mean, they're they're cold fucking blooded. Well, I mean, you just got to make sure you don't touch the memory worm. <laughs> the what? 
Uh, not without consent. And if I was a quicker producer, my hand wouldn't have been drinking. I would have been over here on Alex Jones saying, I'm going to eat your ass, but I don't have the quickness for that. So yeah, David Ike, go fuck off forever. I mean, it, it just amazes me that these, I had a guy that I used to work with that used to read these books and saying that you're one. Of, he he came to me and tried to prophesy to me that I was like one of these elevated people and that he's going to share this message with me. And he's like, there are reptilian aliens that have been here on the planet for so many years and they're here to, you know, steal this from us and they're going to, they're going to, to eat the children or they're going to do this other nefarious thing. And I'm just like, dude, whatever. I, I paid you 50 bucks to come fucking photograph my wedding. That's all I need you. Here for. I, don't, <laughs> I don't need to hear any of this shit. I, 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 I'm going to go stand in a line and greet people and not eat anything, even though I'm starving. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but i love it i just it's just it's so wacky man yeah it's that's what they do they're good at that i mean at least at the at the very least you could have shows like us where we we're not gonna lie to you about things but maybe people would just want to be lied to is that it is, do people they do just... they do it because it's it's a it's a comforting validation of it's easier. They're, they're <laughs> all, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with these people. It doesn't make sense to me. So if you uh, if you also don't know what's wrong with you, go ahead and like, share, and subscribe, and hit that <laughs> bell so we can get some like, share, subscribe, and tell us, please, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? The fuck's your problem, man? <laughs> you know what? Go ahead and pour me. A little bit of a full glass of that rum. Bert. No ice, no ice. Bert, no. Hey, I can handle it. It's just something to moisten my lips. I'm not going back to the darkness, sweetie. Bert, you've been sober for 47 straight days. Oh, man. Hey, damn it, that's my rum. You don't have to pour it down the sink, man. We're going to do it together, right, Bert? You don't have a monkey wrench, <laughs> do you? Bert, I know what you're thinking. In what? I'm not going to dismantle the pipes and drink from the U-trap. <laughs> I mean, that's what an animal does. Damn it! Mortimer, you're deluding it! Hold me, hold me. Come on now. This is, I'm just, I'm a young Pray till it passes. Come on. I mean, we'll just we'll just pray until the doves erupt from our chests and fly into the sun. Yes. Bow your heads. Hi, I'm Bling bling Nice to meet y'all in your special language. I got to run. Wait, me why don't go? I got to, boy. This ain't my problem. Listen to that. All right, folks. So Josh Bernstein is very, very mad at uh, Nancy Pelosi, and he's uh, oh, gee, definitely going to let us know why he's mad there. But uh, I have to scroll up to it. Just give me a second here, because Josh is a uh, a petty, bald headed man. That I mean, honestly, he's probably doing better than we are. But. Forget your ice cream, Nancy. Why don't you show us a picture of your liquor cabinet? What would that show? That she likes liquor and ice cream? I mean, yeah. Okay, so the conservatives are mad that she has like Talenti. Um, what the hell is that? It's the the what the fuck is that Italian ice cream that you get? The, the gelato, you yeah, know, or gelato, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. It's the same goddamn word as in Mex is in Spanish. It's yeah. A, it's this. <laughs> it just means ice cream. 
you drunk evil witch. Unbelievable. As far as your ice cream collection is concerned, I hope you choke on your Hagen dazs and I hope you get a brain freeze so bad your head explodes. That's typically not how brain freeze works there, that's, that's Josh. That's not how it works. What the hell is the context for this? So conservatives are pissed off that like she was talking about being home on um, quarantine. Yeah. And going through her freezer, she like did a live stream showing that in her freezer she has different kinds of ice cream. And the conservatives okay. are mad about the expensiveness of what she has for ice cream. Why would they be mad about that? Because they can't see the fact that Trump has had a... Um, hang on, I just noticed on the live stream we're not showing it. Hang on a sec. <laughs> Let me just do this real quick and edit this out. There, so you guys can at least see us. God damn. Sorry about that. <sighs> so, what the conservatives are mad about is the fact that she has expensive ice cream in her freezer, not realizing that Trump has been going on golf trips every fucking week. You know, I, I don't know why they're mad about this whole thing. No, okay, it just Nancy Pelosi was a millionaire before she came into the Senate. Well, and even. Or, sorry, the House. She's a member of the House, right? She, yeah, she's the House. She's the yeah, leader she's, of the House. She's, so. Yeah. Okay, even if she wasn't, I, she's been there quite a while. And, you know. No kids. Sorry. Probably grandkids, but. Uh, it's. It's not insubstantial. It's not unsubstantial what what these what members of Congress get paid. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's considerable. They're not, they're not getting what we make, but right, they're not getting they're not getting millions. And yes, it is expensive, but she's been there long enough that I mean she's doing fine. Yeah, he shouldn't be this fucking mad about it. Sign the damn thing and get this relief. To small businesses out there. 22 million Americans is not enough, Nancy? Well, it uh, wouldn't be such a big problem if that small business relief didn't somehow get used and sucked up by big corporations. And she Just, doesn't sign any. No, she proposes something to this from the House to the Senate, and the Senate does their reconciliation or they introduce their own thing. And then once both houses agree on it, that you know the House and the Senate, yeah, it goes on to the president who signs it into law. Yeah, her the, one the, vote yeah. isn't going to fuck with anything. <laughs> yeah, what's the last piece of legislation that she held up as Speaker of the House? Right. The I mean, really, Obamacare. It's <laughs> the last one I can think of. Where you need to. Never mind. I'm not going to fall into the right wing tactic on that one. So anyway, mm -hmm. you sicko. You know, she is the modern day Marie Antoinette. I don't see really, that at all. Really? <laughs> How? And and you have no idea what you're talking about. That's just Well, it's par for the course for Josh Bernstein, really. So right. if we remember through history how we took care of Marie Antoinette and her many evil misdoings. No, I don't, yeah, I don't hi, really hello, think... this is FBI? Hi, yes, I've heard a credible threat, threat towards the uh, Speaker of the House. And also... Yeah, his uh, name is Josh Bernstein, he lives in California. 
Um, yeah, don't don't actually, forget. I don't know that. Don't forget the don't forget the crimes against history because really, <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. We know what happened to her and how she ended up. Sign the bill, Nancy. Sign the bill. You can do it through unanimous consent, and you can sit there and hide in the corner and just do a voice vote so that you don't have to go on record to say what you did. So that so I'm going to interrupt him here just because he has a crawl at the bottom of the screen that says hashtag Trump or death hats and T-shirts available at onboardwith.com, the Josh Bernstein show. Mm -hmm. I wonder if like Teespring wouldn't allow him to, you know, sell stuff on their store. Probably Trump not. or death. Mm. Probably not. But what does that say to you when you can't go to mainstream sources I don't know. to make when is, revenue? When did when did he when did when did this this come out? When April twenty first, twenty twenty. Oh, okay, okay. So it was before they actually did pass the bill, right? Yeah, this so, was just one of those leftovers that I had because right, I okay. couldn't believe how fucking mad this guy was over this whole so thing. So mad, but you know, they did do the thing, and they did the thing in a reasonable period of time yeah just because they're not moving at your speed josh doesn't mean that they're doing it wrong i i would tend to believe that nancy pelosi has a better idea of how to run the house of representatives better than you do just a little bit just a bit that you can hide behind it in the 2020 election at this point who cares just get your ass moving get back to washington and sign this thing now, there's been some talk that Steve Mnuchin <laughs> is working with uh, Schumer, and they were getting closer and closer to coming up with a deal. And if they do end up getting a deal, it will not have anything to do with Nancy Pelosi and the House Democrats, that's for sure. But the bottom line is, we have got to save these businesses. And we know that Nancy and the left do not want this country and, it, and its economy to come back. I, I don't know why you would say something like that. What's really but. funny, it, it, it's funny, it's funny listening to this in retrospect. I mean, first off, right. it is very clear he has no idea, no idea at all how government legislation works. Uh, because Chuck Schumer is the, he's the Senate Senator. Yeah. minority leader. <laughs> and a bill in order to be signed into law by the president needs to be passed by both the house, house and the senate and the senate yep so there's there's no way to bypass the house it's just and you, they both need to man. agree they both need to agree on the same bill so and i wish i had more but i mean there are honestly like three more minutes of this video with Josh Bernstein, but thankfully just, Right Wing Watch gave us a good start and end time with this whole thing God because damn. I don't I don't want to do more of this because he he's he's just compared Nancy Pelosi to Marie Antoinette. Right. Based off of, you know, a faulty understanding of history. I mean she rich, he and she rich, but at the same time it's not like yeah, we're not talking, you know, French. He would probably bring up the whole and, let them eat cake yeah. kind of thing. It's like, hey, which didn't man, actually happen. I was going to say that's like George Washington and the cherry tree. Right. And um, 
the, you know, Isaac Newton getting the apple dropped on his head kind of thing. It's mostly apocryphal. You know, there's not yeah. a whole lot of stuff out there that backs that up as being a real thing. But no, Josh no. is mad. Well, that's that's one of those where that's one of those. It is actual history that she didn't say that. Right. That was that was propaganda. Because that's all people need sometimes. Right. Well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, get any more of that good stuff? All right, folks. Well, that does it for us once again this week. If you haven't already, please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the content we put out. Or better yet, become a patron and you won't miss anything. You can also go into YouTube and you can become a member there. And most of the benefits are one-to-one as what you have out there on Patreon. I just know there's some people that don't like Patreon as a company and you hate the fact that people talk about it all the time. Sorry, but them's the breaks for doing a show every month. Uh, Let's see. I don't need to give you guys the URL for that one. You know it by now. So I want to give a little bit of love out to all the patrons out there who support the show every single week. And this is my little hat tip to them, thanking them for what they do for us. So uh, in no short order, we have an Abyssian Knoll, new patron, Jennifer Gilbert, another new patron, Snake Pliskin, Amber Mulvaney, uh, Andrea Brooks, Brooke Moffat, Coral Van Marl, Hopswatch, James Kenyon, James Russell, Jessica Marshall, Karen Sheets, Madeline Welsh, Randall Gaz, Robert X, Stacey Startzel, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Tina Coley, Tom McDonald, Winter Solstice 93, Algotra Coldus, Andre Skabinski, Ben Roberts, Chris Turner, Econ, Gary Gerfin, Henry Hutanen, Jeffrey Brown, Jonathan Weaver, Josh Crow, Keith Young, Kevin Bodden, Kimberly Kellogg, Kyle Johnson, Lawrence Quinn, Lada Nilsson, Michael Murphy, Mooney Feathers, Rob Foster, Satan's Little Monkey, Stellar Monstrosity, Trickster, Wade Heaton, Andrew Medina, Becky Scott Fairley, Bicycle Legs, Bob Koenig, Cecilia Antonio, Chuck Pattonod, Corey Vanderpool, Dave Lindop, Eric Archuleta, Apu Nahasa Pima Petalon supports the Philadelphia Ethical Society. See, got it right. Gary Smith, Jeff Linville, Karen Sheets, Keith Kingsbury, Lisa Riddell, Malleus Farmentum, a.k.a. Mr. Bible Pants, Michael Smuda, Micro underscore Warrior underscore zero zero, Mike Yoakum, Nick.Q4, uh, Nancy White, Ord Toothman, Patrick Neary, Ray Kerfont, Robert Levine, Rosabella Howden, Some Random, Terry Tryon, Tinfoil Hat Society, Tracy Harden, A Light in the Dark, Ardowin, Angelica Pearson, Anwin Davies, CPT Miller 132, David Hicks, Jessica Marshall, Michael Lundgren, Michael Thompson, Raccoon King, Stephen Andrus, Tim Smith, Will Nash, Any Mouse and Friends, Big Sky 1889, EJ Allen, Grand Priapism, Haley Wozniak, Jazza G, Joe, Michael James, oh, that's not right, it's Matthew James, and Michael Lord, and Peter Hockley. Thank you all so much for the wonderful patronage you guys give us every single month. And wouldn't be doing the show if I didn't have that support. Honest, God's honest truth there. And not, well, the God I don't believe in, but in, you know what I mean? It's one of those things where if I didn't have the support and if I didn't know that people really like what we're putting out there, 
I probably wouldn't be sticking with it as much as I have. But guys, this this eats up my entire like free time schedule for the week every single week. And I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that I love fucking doing this stuff. So and you guys make it easy for me to be able to say to my wife, hey, look, I need to go put a couple hours in. I need to do some work. It's not something I'm taking away from the family. It's just something where it's like, look, this fun little hobby that started off as doing podcasts is actually doing something to be sustainable on its own. And it's going to be a business here pretty soon. I don't know exactly when that's going to happen, but we'll let you know, because then we'll have to have a little disclaimer at the end, you know, copyright 2019 or 2020, blah, 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 you know, all rights reserved, all that fun stuff. Anyway. Thank you all so much. I need to wrap this up. I need to let everybody know that if you can't support the show via Patreon, there are lots of ways that you can get in touch with us and show your love for us. You can send us an email, mailbag at utahoutcast.com, x at utahoutcast.com. You can send it to 347-669-3377, which is our uh, SMS and voice line. Uh, leave us a voicemail. I would love to play some voicemails for the show. Anyway, use uh, uh, find our YouTube. Subscribe to us there. Become a member there if you want to. You can always, uh, let's see, I already said shoot us an email or a text, and you can always leave a review for us on any service that you use to catch us on. YouTube doesn't have ratings like that, though. I wish they did. But anyway, thank you, everybody, and it's time for me to bring episode 293 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. It's time once again for that wonderful segment called Comments from Trolls. And so we have our very first comment here by the guy by a guy that calls himself Cotton Hill. And you, sir, are no Cotton Hill. <laughs> uh, and there's a picture of him here. So it says, Felicia said, oh, my who? When we were talking about Kent Hovind and the uh, the kid that drowned on the property there. Yeah. I thought you people were atheist. Accidents happen. How many people are drowned in the oceans or rivers? I mean, lots of people am are drowned in or oceans. Yeah. Could be maybe, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking bad English here. I love it. And there's a space question mark space. And then whatever the next character is like. Yes, you're definitely ESL when you're typing like this, or at the very least, you're not very smart. I, I would say so. Uh, let's see who's, you know, who is responsible mm -hmm. for these people's drownings, the oh. property owner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are we, are we talking about like, who's criminally responsible? Are we talking? Are we, are, is it Copeland? just a liability thing we're talking about? Or, I mean, sure. He has releases I mean, for people coming onto dinosaur adventure land, wherever the fuck that is in Alabama. 
that doesn't absolve him of any kind of civil case that might come out of this. No, and it doesn't it doesn't absolve him of responsibility for at the very having least, a safe or for or an unsafe environment for people. Putting a fucking fence around right where that kid died, you know. Right. Anyway. But I mean, but I guess if your question is who's responsible for all the drownings in the ocean well, rivers. I don't know. <laughs> because it's, it's case a by case, case. Yeah, it's a case by fucking case. Sometimes nobody's responsible. Sometimes it's the person that did the drowning themselves. Yeah. You know, they did some Sometimes. stupid shit. <laughs> yeah. It happens. But we're talking about this case, one case, right. this one particular case. And I was talking not so much about the kid drowning there, but the fucking bucolic and evil way that Ken Ham, oh no, sorry, not Ken Ham, Ken Hoven was, you know, saying that the family wants to come back, even though they lost their kid here. He had the time of his life, literally. <laughs> and then he was dead. Uh, but anyway, this guy continues. You all only complaining because it is Kent Hovind. Well, no, that's just why it came to our attention. But, right. I mean, we would, <laughs> were we to be aware of uh, another person who had a an amusement a park, park you know. any kind of amusement or any any kind of amusement park that makes people one sign some kind of waiver or release right. before entering the property and where somebody a kid drowned because of an a an unfenced water feature then well yeah we probably fucking talk yep. about that but i don't know as it happened not that i've seen so, not that we've heard of cotton says you all could care less about the kid or the family you're right we, I could care less. We could. We absolutely could care less. The fact that we said anything means we care. We care. Some. Somewhat. But so, yes, we could care less. You're right. Right. And if People, we did care less, we wouldn't say anything about it. Guys, uh, it, the, the phrase is couldn't care less, if you're wondering. Because right. there's a lot of people in 2020 that still had to be told that the phrase is couldn't care less. Anytime yeah. I see somebody write could care less, I'd be like, well, then you should. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. And then they finish it off with a little bit of a uh, salt bag going hypocrites. How I don't so? see how we were hypocritical at all on that entire fucking thread. Well, I mean, I have drowned several children, so I guess. This uh, next one comes from somebody by the name of Darby Costello from IP address. Not, no, I'm not going to do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Go ahead and read it off. It's not like that's going to be their IP. Nobody, very few people actually own an IP address of their own. Well, I mean, it'll but hit yeah. a Comcast server. Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it says, uh, y'all look and sound like demons in reference to Liz Crokin's adrenochrome ignorance is what we were talking on that video. No, I'm sorry. Demons are much better looking than us. You got a point. Uh, we're low-level demons. We, You don't see a chunky right. demon out there. Th those just don't exist. <laughs> no. 
the demonic metabolism is way high. I mean, they live in a fucking ex uh, yeah. exothermic atmosphere, so they right. have to continuously burn calories to stay. Wait, never mind. It's backwards because if if it's already warm, they don't. They're cold blooded. You would think demons would be, so they don't need to eat very much. Well, I mean, that's that's operating under the assumption that demons even have blood, which we would know if we were demons. Right. But we don't. So there you go. <laughs> no idea. Totally not okay. demons. I uh, promise. This next one. This next one comes from a video from one of your deep. This was a deep dive with all three of us here, where we were talking about. Oh yeah. Apatheism is a cowardly ed is cowardly edge lord atheism is what we were talking about. Yeah. We're saying it, if you don't is. take a fucking side on the is there a god or isn't there a god based on the evidence that is being mm -hmm. presented to us. Then you're a fucking edgelord atheist. This is what yes. we're trying to say. And cowardly as well. Right. So Randy says, okay, I'm a coward. Great. Yeah. I'm glad you realize that about yourself. And there's nothing to be sad about about that. I'm a coward as well. You know, shit gets hairy. I'm probably going to run away from it because <laughs> self-preservation is a wonderful fucking instinct. Sure. Uh, Randy continues by saying, and while you stress yourselves out, researching and debating a metaphysical concept attaining absolutely nothing from it i'll be living my life free of these unnecessary stresses and only have to deal with neckbeard atheists or child molesting theists telling me i'm a coward here's yeah i don't thing. think you really listened at all no here's here's the thing randy i'm not stressing myself out by researching and debating a metaphysical concept no, I'm just as an atheist saying, I don't see any proof of this. Can you provide your proof to me? And if the theist doesn't have a like a, an acceptable level of proof, mm -hmm. therefore, my position should be, I don't believe your claim that there is a God. Right. It is a one or a zero. There is no cubit here. There's no middle ground of, you know, there's no Schrodinger's atheist here. Yeah. You either are or you aren't. There's no superposition. So mm -hmm. it's you are, or you aren't. And even, you know, I would, I would even take it a little bit, a little bit further. If you are, and you don't care about, uh, the, the encroaching of religion in the, in this country, then yeah, you're fucking coward if you're not going to say anything. Yeah, you're just going to so, go ahead and let that wash over the rest of the public. Right. Good job. So, Randy, that's all we got from you. So, Tony Trojak says that... Uh... Oh, wait. I lost, the, I lost the comment there. Hang on one second. It says, Have any of these three serial masturbators... How did you know? Well, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't deny that. There's... <laughs> You say that like it's a bad thing to and practice. And this was on the this was the video that I used the uh, the man with one red shoe artwork. Uh, and yeah. Liz Crokin talking about Tom yeah. Hanks and oh, it's amazing okay. how he's not been arrested yet. You know, Liz, mm -hmm. it's amazing. I mean, Have, they, there was a good period of time where they knew exactly where he was and he wasn't leaving. Yeah, they could have got him there. So, have yep. any of these three serial masturbators, Kyle mm -hmm. Felicia and myself, ever had a girlfriend? I've had two. Wait, no, wait, hang on. Three. 
And I'm married to one of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> at hey. least... At least... 26? 26. God damn. There you go. And Anwin wants to ask in chat here. He's like, you three Oh, and four boyfriends. Series. So there we go. You three masturbate in the series? That's some impressive coordination. <laughs> it's like passing a baton. You get done with it and you hand the sweaty baton to somebody else. Well, there's so. there's a reason there's a reason that we only film us from like mid chest up. Miss chest up, yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, so yes, we've had girlfriends, and guess what, uh, Tony? Uh Felicia has had girlfriends too, so fuck you. Yeah. Uh, oh uh, hang on, he writes, fuck me. Their low IQ, IQ test is not a measure of somebody's intelligence, um, and ugly inside and out, and it's jeez, like with a whole bunch of E's. You know, attractiveness is a completely subjective thing, so. Yep. Somebody was uh, kind of stalking me in the comments this week. It's like, Hmm. hey, X, I think you're fucking hot. I want to be with you and be like, I know you're married, but I would totally fucking, I would make your life worth it. I'm like, cool. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, I've never been told that in my life by anybody else, and I really appreciate that. So thank you for boosting my confidence level. That's how, that's how, that's how bad stories start. <laughs> I mean, it, I didn't get creeper vibes from it. I just got mainly... Somebody appreciated my aesthetics, even though I, <laughs> I spend no time on it at all. All right, so Tony Trojak, we're done with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katiana Hebden left a comment on the Coach Day video that we did last week about the plan to destroy healthcare. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was pretty late in the show, so uh, on the video, I he was talking about he wasn't talking about it. Uh, Joe brought up, or who else brought it up? Somebody had brought up the fact that they were talking about um, Pastor Locke. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, the guy that got tased. And they're like, no, 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 that's Steven Anderson. Mm -hmm. And so when I finally produced the video, I I injected You put it in because... Anytime I say his name, I have to put it because it's fucking funny to me. And I I wrote in like a little subtitle. I laugh every goddamn time I post this video. Mm-hmm. Katiana wants to kind of take me to task. And so, Katiana, I, I understand. You you don't appreciate the fact that I'm showing somebody that I dislike being physically hurt. I'm not going to give you shit for that. I, I'm giving you shit for the fact that you felt the need to say it to a person that's posted that video so many fucking times that I can't even count. You know, I keep it on a special folder for things that I use regularly you know, on the show when it comes to editing things. Yeah. So she says, Ugh, I hate Steven Anderson's taser video. Okay. okay that, that's fine. You can li- you can not like stuff as well. Uh, I find nothing funny about the suffering of another person, even him. He would not return the favor to he you. He would not return the favor. I mean, you're your empathy and compassion is it's it's something is, to be commend, lauded and i appreciate it yeah it's commendable um he's about as horrible a person as you can you can get he has been banned from 30 something countries probably even more by now mm-hmm. for hate speech he is about 
if you he, he, we're lucky that Steven Anderson has no power behind him. Because if he was to have a movement or some kind of power behind him, we would see people that we care about, the people that, that are in the LGBT community, being Us. hurt, you know, people being uh, uh, harassed constantly. Mm -hmm. I mean, we get it from Matt Powell and from what's his little toady's name, Guzman. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that way, yeah. Yeah. That's been that's been a long time since we heard from it's any been of those a, guys, it's been a, it's been a long time. They didn't get the reaction they wanted out of us, so they moved on. No, and so they've moved on because right. they're trying to go for R and Raw and stuff. So I do appreciate the fact that you have empathy towards somebody that would not have any towards you. I don't know anything about you, Katiana. I just know that when it comes to people like this guy, the NIFB church. Mm-hmm. Unless you draw a fucking clear line in the sand and say, you're going to find anybody that I care about or anybody that exists in this world that I know as less than human, well, then guess what? I'm going to laugh at any time something bad happens to any of your people. Because guess what, Katiana? And you may not know this and you may not feel all right about this, but it's okay to laugh at bad things happening to terrible people. I need to repeat that often on the show is that it is okay yeah. to laugh at the bad person having something shitty going mm -hmm. on in their life. It's fine to go, oh, that's sad. I, I feel bad for them. And I'm not going to be the kind of person to be like, good, you got what they fucking deserved. But at the same time, Steven Anderson was given many chances in that taser video to get the fuck out of his car and to go with the laws of the custom and customs and border enforcement that he was going through. I'm not going to be one of those people that's like, well, you know, you need to do everything the cops tell you to do, but you have to understand you're traveling from one country to another. They have every right to know if you're bringing something into the country. Yeah. And if you're going to be this sovereign citizen asshole, that's like, I'm not going to get out of the car. They have to assume that you're trying to hide something. And I'm not saying that this is right, this is good. But at the same time, you have to realize that is very highly suspect. And if you won't at least, at the, at the very least, talk to the people at the border saying, you know, hey, I was just doing this or I was doing that instead of sh clamming the fuck up. And then staying in your car, refusing to get out of your car, refusing to talk to the police, you, you should probably expect that kind of behavior and that's not me saying that i appreciate that's what the cops do i'm not saying that i like that that's what customs and border protection does but there is a very expected standard of how police treat people in this country if you do not fall in line the jackboots come out and they will make you fall in line so I'm going to laugh at the guy that got fucking tased that had his window smashed in because he was not complying with orders, he, lawful orders he was receiving from the police officers. God, if Felicia was here, she'd be like telling me <laughs> how much I love the taste of boot leather right here. But <laughs> I mean, that is that is kind of how it sounds. But context is every fucking context thing. is everything. Here. So, yeah, if you have nothing to, to declare, tell the people at the border nothing to declare. And if they want to search your car, if you honestly have nothing to declare, and I'm not trying to say if you've got nothing to 
God damn it! I, I, there's no way out of this one. This no, there is, is no, no there way. is no way, there is no way out of it. But I, there's a big difference between there is a big difference between uh, you know uh, being stopped, you know being pulled over on the side of the road when you're in the country, and crossing an international border. Yep. And like it or not, Mexico is an international border. Right. So is Canada. Same thing happens and if you're if coming you were trying, into, if you were trying or going to smuggle, into Canada or going into Mexico. If you were trying to smuggle shit from Mexico back to America, Stephen Anderson, there's better roads to take. <laughs> yeah. The wall's not up everywhere. All right. Mm-hmm. So the, le- the the next one that we have is going to be the last one is Isaac Lalhikar, which I'm not pronouncing that right there, I'm sure. There are people who drown in swimming pools. This is more uh, Ken Hoven. Oh, yeah. More, uh, yes, more people, people who drown in swimming pools and nobody talks about the swimming pools at all. Well, yeah, they they do. They're clearly marked as well. I mean, if you have a swimming pool, you are you. You need to. You need as to the have homeowner. Yeah, who you owns need that swimming pool. You are liable. <laughs> yeah. If somebody comes over and they drown in your pool. Guess who's responsible for that? Yep. And why do you use this as an opportunity to say things you didn't like about him? I'm sure it's meant to be don't. Right. O I'm, and I'm sure. are pretty close together. I'm sure. But, you know, we would use just about any opportunity to say things we didn't like about Ken Hovind. Right. We don't need much of an excuse and to I don't say know things this, we want to say. This next line means here it says, "And I had said the way he talks about children is quite bad before." Well, yeah, the way he talks about kids is terrible, horrible. Well, somebody in our chat wants to know: Are you legally required to have a pool fence in the United States? No. No, but you have to post. It has okay. If you have a pool, it is you. You do need to have, like, if you have a pool in your backyard, your backyard needs to have a fence. So you you know, nobody can just walk from the street into your pool. And if you have a pool, you have to have stated rules out there that say, "This is a no lifeguard area. There's nobody here to save you." You know, these are the potential things that can happen to you. No, you, I don't. I don't think you do. Every every person's pool that I've ever known that has had a backyard in ground pool. Not, yeah. not talking about no, like that's, the stuff that's like in their like this above ground kind of shit. Nobody no. cares about those. Right. But. No, those are people put those things up for the sake of for the sake of liability. Right. So they don't want to be fucking sued. So. Right. <laughs> All right, but we're gonna I don't, move on. I don't think you're legally required to have it. I don't. It's think so. just a good idea. It's a good way of pointing at the sign and being like, oh, "We told you," you know. So, yeah. Jungle Jargon is the last person that we have here saying, "Is picking on Pat Robertson the best you can do?" No, it's no, not. Honestly, we we could do so much more on <laughs> the show, but picking on Pat Robertson is is just. It's fun. It's, it's easy. It's it is such. Quick. It is such low hanging. It's not even low hanging fruit. It's fruit that has already fallen from the tree and is sitting on the ground. And all you have to do is kick the damn thing. Well, and we've been told as much by people that have been in the podcasting game a lot longer than we have 
J.M. Bell, one of our good friends that does the left show, mm-hmm. which is that. I'm not is sure. Still if it's going? Still going. I don't. I'm not sure. I don't think. No, it is, I'm not but, sure. Um, well, he's got some shit going on. But uh, anyway, mm-hmm. we've had a lot of people talk to us about. Oh, that's just low hanging fruit. Be like, yeah, but it's fucking delicious because everybody likes an apple they can pick <laughs> themselves, man. It's delicious, but also, you know, no, we do a lot better stuff. But guess what gets the attention? The low hanging fruit. fruit. Like I have a. I have an article. I didn't talk to you about it yet, Kyle. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the people that invited us out for the American Atheist Convention this last like six months ago or something. It wasn't yeah. even that long ago. Like three months ago. Uh, apparently there has been a study that has come through mm-hmm. about how, you know, what's the survey of religion in the United States. They do this yeah. every year. American Atheist puts out a survey mm-hmm. every year. And apparently America, or not America, sorry. It's already America. Utah is just slightly above Mississippi when it comes to, you know, religious persecution for being an atheist. Yeah. Which is not surprising, but that's an article that takes a lot of reading, a lot of Mm -hmm. work, a lot of input from other people, talking with people. There might be even a interview coming up here pretty soon because uh, American atheist, we're we're trying to get into the pocket and we're not going to lie about it. We're trying to get in good in our good graces with a lot of people out there for because we are part of the atheist community. We've been part of one for five years. We just haven't been plugged into it. I guess that's the best way that I can say it there. So anyway, yeah. Is Pat Robertson the best we can do? No, we could always do much more. We could always do better. We could always do more. We could always do harder. We could always do better. But Pat Robertson makes me feel good for doing this show on a Friday night. So <laughs> he says, uh, there is no absolute measure of time or distance in the universe. Fuck you. The universe the fact that it's expanding is why we experience time is my yeah opinion. i mean um, maybe sort of we don't really know space is time we know that time, we do therefore space so, is expanding therefore time is expanding so i mean it kind of has to um power requiring a greater power is evidence of the infinite power that's nonsense that's nonsense that's just a nonsensical statement that I don't even know what they're trying to say on that one. No, I don't that even know hurts, what they're trying to man. say because power is in this sense not something quantifiable. Power is just a, an adjective basically in this in this case. Power requiring a greater power is evidence of the infinite power. I don't know how you would no, get infinite from that. It's know? not P1 plus P2 equals P, you know, you know, sigma, you know, at the very bottom of it, I equals infinity. It's one to infinity. God damn it. You know, hate it. Hate it. I hate these people's language to us sometimes. But yeah, we can do much better than Pat Robertson. We can. But you're stating to us in a one sentence comment on this video saying power requiring a greater power is evidence of the infinite power that makes no goddamn sense and no we have... no no it would only be it would only be evidence of a greater power well and we have no reason to believe anything they say nor do we have any reason to you know no. try to argue this with them but 
Well, okay, I want to let you guys know, we're not going to be doing every single time troll comments. We're going to try to rope in some really good ones that we get from people out there because we're focusing a lot on the negative <laughs> only because it's easy and it's fun. Uh, but we need to do more from the people out there in the audience. So keep an eye open for that, but we'll catch you next time. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.